Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am Michelle Berman-Michael, your host, and I am joined by a really cool dude today. And I cannot wait to talk about a lot of things. And I promise that we'll do our best to keep it PG. But I am super excited to have this guy, Joe Brickman. He is the modern day agent. And I think that my audience, Joe, is just going to absolutely love you. But if you could go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about your background leading into real estate, um, and then we'll kind of kick it off from there. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Super excited to be here. Uh, There's a lot of pressure with that to keep it PG, Um, but we'll try and do the best that we can. We'll do our best. Yeah, 100%. So uh, yeah, my name is Joe Brickman. I am the modern day agent and I live in Miami, Florida. Uh, I'm a real estate agent. I've been licensed for just under 21 months. Uh, in the last 21 months, I've been able and, you know, been blessed to have sold and represented clients upwards of uh, 49 million in transaction volume, uh, well over 250 clients served. So super grateful for that. And, uh, you know, being in the business for such a short time, people normally look at me and they go, hey, dude, like, how'd you do it? You know, like, what are you doing actively to continue building my business? And then as I like start telling them, you know, people normally kind of they're like, really, you do all that? Uh, like, and, and you know, they're trying to wrap their head around it. So one of the things that I've been focusing on now is kind of breaking down that process and making it easy uh, or easier, I should say, for people who are either newer in the business or people who've been in the business for 10, 20 years and do do produce, but don't necessarily, you know, have their fingers on the production end of social media and how to get in front of people. And, you know, really by taking that platform uh, and by leveraging it for my business, um, I have been, you know, blessed to have have gotten a lot of exposure and, and built a lot of leads from that and actually turned them into closed sales. So, uh, you know, when I have opportunities like this to get on here, it's it's very exciting and I'm looking forward to uh, to it. I love it. Well, I actually, you and I got connected and I just want to tell this story because I think it's amazing, but I actually got connected to you by accident, if you remember, and you were hosting a webinar. You had no idea. Yeah. Like, who I was at that point. Um, and I was actually in Hawaii on vacation when I came on to do that webinar with you. Um, but I had to tell you, I went to your social media and I like creeped and was like, Oh, his profile picture was him in the military. And I'm obviously married to a gentleman in the military or a medically retired soldier who now is a contractor for the military. And so there's a lot about you that immediately resonated with me even though I had never spoken to you, I had never been on Zoom with you, but I just knew that right out of the gate, we were going to have this point of connection. Uh, And that's something that I want to kick this off with because the title of of what I really want to focus on is how do we be, how do we become bulletproof in an industry that sucks right now, right? For a lot of people. And I personally, I hate that people think that it sucks, right? I look at everything as the glass is half full versus half empty, because I think that what's going on and on the mortgage and the real estate side right now is certainly a massive opportunity, not a, let me feel bad about myself. And it's okay that I'm doing half the volume that I've been doing. Um, but what I want to talk about is that that point of connection that you and I had 
right? It made that initial point of contact that we finally were, were able to create so much easier and so much better. Um, and that's what social media is all about, in, in my opinion. And being able to create that the way that you have is what I really want people to pay attention to. And I really want people to listen to you when you describe how you've done this, because I feel more connected to you just from that. So imagine if I had two months, three months, six months to just follow your content. I know that if I lived in Miami and I wanted to buy a house, not only do I like you, but I know that you're legit. 100%. I mean, you know, the, the cool thing about that was, first of all, like I was very inspired by the fact that you, you know, showed up to a commitment in Hawaii on a completely different time zone on vacation. Uh, I think it really shows to who you are as as a character. You know, you make a commitment, you stick to it no matter what happens, which is awesome. Uh, and on top of that, what you said is 100% correct. You know, part of what I've focused on on my social media is to make myself, you know, uh, more relatable to people uh, who come from different backgrounds. Um, you know, everybody's got something unique about them. Some people come from Alabama. Some people come from, you know, Minnesota. Uh, and some people come from New York. And, and it, it's all part of, where you, you are, but at the same time, it's what are you choosing to share with everybody? You know, what are you choosing to highlight as part of you? Um, you know, because everyone's been through some bad things in life and so everyone's been through some good things in life. And, you know, there's so much negativity out there to where if you turn yourself into somebody who radiates positivity, it, it becomes a lot harder, even for people who don't like you and who want to actually cause you harm online. It becomes harder for them to, to do that because, how do you criticize somebody who's always positive and how do you, you know, talk bad about somebody who's always just trying to help the, the person next to them? You know, the beautiful thing about social media is that you can help somebody literally with like five seconds on the toilet. Like it's literally that easy, right? It's yeah. one text message. It's one Facebook message. It's one comment encouraging somebody or, or, you know, reaching out to somebody who needs help. And it's, it's that easy. So I'm literally always on my phone. Um, you know, all, always replying to messages and stuff. And I get a lot of them literally because of that. You know, if you're going to go and take a look at the profile, you'll see that it's optimized exactly as you teach, um, you know, everybody in, in your classes to do, which is, you know, put out like a, a bio. There's a very cool exercise that you can use how to figure out, you know, how to, how to write a bio. And then once you figure out how to do the bio, then you're able to, uh, you know, actually talk about yourself share a little bit about what you're about. And then it's just about the content. And another thing that, you know, people forget is the consistency of the content. You know, I, I had a reel uh, like a week ago that hit like 19,000 views, right? First time ever on my account. Then I got super, super busy and I kind of neglected my account for like two days. And guess what happened? I'm right back to the 300, 400, 500 views of video because, you know, I just, I just got hit with like that awakening of like, nah, dude, you, you gotta be more consistent, you know? And, and being able to take the two of those things and bundle them together, uh, you know, it, it, this is proof of it. Like being able to get, you know, one of what I've seen in the last couple of months, one of the, the, the biggest experts that there is who actually has like real results to show uh, on Instagram and other social platforms on a podcast interview. I mean, yo, if this isn't proof, I don't know what is. <laughs> well, I, I just love everything that you're about. And like mentality wise, I think that we are so aligned in, in so many ways. And one of the things that you said that I, I just want to point out is the bio, right? Creating conversation doesn't start about us. And that's one thing that I just want to point out, right? Which is, uh, what does that mean? Right? A bio, and this is what I, I think you're referring to, which is 
who do you help? How do you help them? And what's the end result that you're going to generate somebody or guaranteeing somebody when they work with you? And so many people really get that wrong. And I was literally on a coaching call earlier today with a, a private client and he has struggled after being, even being in the industry for 21 years, he can still not truly deliver an elevator pitch on who he is, who he serves, how he helps them, what's the actual result that he gets somebody. And so our entire coaching today, the entire hour was, who do you actually help? Who's that person on the other end of that screen that needs you? And why do they need you, right? You want them to come to one of your scripts and dialogues class. Why? Why should I show up to those things? Um, and that's one thing that I, I was so excited I was interviewing you today on the same day as that, because being bulletproof, I think, one, I love the context. We're talking military, right? Obviously, I love that. Um, but secondary right. to that is we're talking about creating a real estate business that cannot fail despite any economic upturn, downturn, no matter what's going on politically um, and what you've done by creating that on Instagram is how you're doing that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a process that that is a cycle that feeds into itself because the way it works is like, think about it like a tire on the top of a hill, right? When you push the tire from the top of the hill, you don't have to guide the tire. The tire will guide itself. Matter of fact, if you try to push the tire, right, you might get hurt. Now, if you reverse it and you try to push the tire uphill, you have to be very, very, very careful as to how you're pushing it because you don't want it to roll down the hill. So you tell me which one sounds easier. Pushing down. Right. Yeah obviously pushing just letting it go all you gotta do is one little push right and and that's how this can can really be described you know it really takes all you got to do is take that first video you got to take that first step you got to prove to the people that you got what it takes to get out there and make yourself uncomfortable you know i'm starting a real estate team now and i'm sharing that with the people and every time i share that i tell people listen guys i'm freaking out like this is a big deal you know, there are going to be people now who are relying on me to, to like show up for them and to show them how to do what I do, like in a real time thing, like in an office that like I'm responsible for that. I got bills to pay, you know, like it's it's a yeah. big deal. And, and and but at the same time, I turn around and I tell people, hey, guys, listen, I'm really nervous right now. Well, let's do it. Right. Because at the end of the day, like fear is one of those things that you you can leverage to your benefit you know it's energy that's what fear is and when you think about it it's one of those things that's coming to you and it's, it, it grasps you and you can choose either to operate from it right as as an operator right as your husband being an operator yeah. i'm sure that you know he talk about this forever you know when 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 you're met with something there's two reactions right there's the fight or flight but most people don't talk about the react right because really there's three there's fight flight or react and you have to get through the first two in order to get to that third level. The thing is that most people don't don't really even get through the first and sometimes even the second because they don't know how to figure that out. So when you're able to, you know, practice and I'll be real with you, the first couple of videos that I put out were were videos that I would never watch. Like I, I don't watch a lot of my videos. I record it. I edit it and I send it and that's it. I don't go back and look because sometimes I'll bug out. And you know what? I might not like exactly this, or I might not look exactly that, but I don't really care because at the end of the day, the message that I was trying to be delivered was put out. And the thing that I wanted to be done was done. And the challenge that I'm doing, I'm passing, you know? So just focusing on, on forward, focusing on how to react, but also how to grow.
you know, and understanding that the consistency is really the name of this game. And so long as you work on yourself to continuously show up and not give yourself the excuses and the reasons why today it's not important, then then you're able to grow from it. Otherwise, it's it's this cycle. You know, you ever had that client who like started something for like a week and then they came back right. to you three weeks later and then they came back to you a month later. They're like, why isn't this working? Oh, and it's like, well, time. where do you want to start? All the time. And <laughs> you know, I want to, you're going to love this. I, and I don't know that I've ever told you this before, but or told you this term, or maybe you've never even heard me say it, but I think you're going to love it and probably start using it. And I give you permission to do so, but it's the concept of soft quitting. Right. And, and I've been on a lot of podcasts myself personally. And one of the things that people always interview me about is that I, I operate with no backdoor, meaning I don't have a plan B. I don't have a backup. Like if my business doesn't do well this month, like I'm going to just go put my resume on indeed uh, or on LinkedIn and figure it out. Right. Like I don't even, if I would have given myself that opportunity eight years ago and believed that that was okay, I would not be sitting here running a seven figure company, employing six girls across the country, four of which are military spouses. Right. I would not have built the empire I like to think that I'm working on building um, if I would have had that. So the concept of soft quitting is something that I was, that I heard and I've been trying to pass down to as many people as I have the opportunity to do, which is if you're in a, a fight, let's, let's pretend you're in like a race, right? You're in, you're running, I don't know, a marathon and there's 400 people that are running the marathon with you. Um, and your goal going into it is I want to win right? You're like, I've been training for a whole two years, three years, whatever it is. I want to win this race. And that's how you're so amped and you go into it and you're just like, hell yeah, I'm going to crush this. I'm for sure going to win. I have all the right training. I did all the nutrition. I slept amazing, all that. But then about halfway through, you're like, man, my knee is bugging me, but it's okay. You know, if I finish in the top 10, I'm still good with that. Like I'm not quitting totally, but I'm not going for, I'm going to win anymore. I'm okay. As long as I finish in the top 10. And that, in my opinion, is the biggest epidemic going on right now in the real estate space is that concept of soft quitting where it's okay to not win anymore. You're okay now with just finishing in the top 10 and all of the hype, all of the energy, all of the efforts that you put in to get to the place to say, I'm capable of winning. You just gave up all of that, in my opinion. Um, and I think that what you're talking about being committed to social media, showing up, being consistent, all of that is this thing that everybody starts the new year, right? We're, we're what three months away from 2023. So everyone I know it is going to start 2023. I'm doing social media. And then a month in, they're going to be like, well, it's okay. I did one video this month. So at least that's better than, than before. Right. And we got, we're going to have, better than nothing. we're going to have nothing. a shit ton of software. Better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I'll tell you this. I mean, I've, I, I love the fact that we get a lot of our, our concepts and ideas from the same people. Um, because this, that's something that hit me really hard when I saw it. And I'm kind of like, dude, like that's, that's true. You know, like the reason why people like us bust our ass to do what we do is because we do not have a backup plan. Like there isn't, you know, a side hustle or, or, or something else, you know, can we talk about that for a second? Like yeah. I'm trying to make my main hustle like, so busy that like, I don't, I don't have, you know, the, the, the time uh, to, to side hustle stuff because I'm just trying to get so good at like the main thing that I'm doing. Um, and also, I don't want it to feel like it's a hustle. I want to know that I can plug into people who love me and appreciate the value that I bring to my business and want to support me and want to refer me clients and want to talk about good about me wherever I go. Because 
I'm good at what I do. So I don't want to wake up every morning forever and feel like I'm chasing this race. I'll do it for four or five years. I've committed, you know, to doing that. Um, but at the same time, I don't, I don't want to end up in that space, you know, like we were talking before in that food stamp space or in that, that space where, you know, I'm okay with just being in the top 10. Like I would rather bust my ass and end up in the top three than in the beginning start aiming for the top 10. Cause you know, that story of the people who, you know, once upon a time they, they, they couldn't, they couldn't pay their rent. So their landlord threw them into a, like a dungeon until they were able to pay rent. And they were there for such a long time because nobody would come and bail them out that they had kids in, in the dungeon and the kids were brought up with this, uh, you know, these stories about this thing called the sun and about this thing called the moon and about, you know, seasons and about all these things. And, and then eventually the parents died and these kids had kids and, and they brought up, you know, this whole idea. And, and, you know, then one day someone else got thrown into the pit like 10 years later and this guy came and he started telling them about, you know, the sun and the moon and, and all these things. And, and they were looking at him like, Oh my God, these things really exist, you know, because you'll start off with like just hearing about these things, the stories, and then, you know, eventually you'll try it, right. You'll be in a spot. It won't work out. And then you'll just be okay with, you know, telling the stories about remember when there were, Oh, there's this sale that I did once upon a time or this loan that I did once upon a time. And it becomes a once upon a time, you know, you become a has been. Uh, and last I checked, the people who have been are, are either forcing themselves to come back into production now because their entire network that they never maintained was adopted by people who were adopting orphan clients. And, you know, now they got to go find new people and they're trying to figure out like, OK, well, shit, like what happens now? You know, and and they'll give up and, you know, people give up for a lot of reasons. I mean, you know, this real this industry has been like over glorified to a point that you know, we're up from like 800,000 registered real estate agents and with like the NAR to like 1.2 million, you know, almost, That's almost crazy. double in yeah. the figure. And I think that 40% of those people aren't going to be here in a year because a lot of people were just chasing, you know, the, the money and the people who chase the money are the people who soft quit. And, yeah. and, you know, the people who soft quit are the people who continue in this circle, you know, um, and, and it's never their fault. You know, it's, it's never their fault. It's just, it's the market, you know, the, the market's shit. I mean, dude, we're, we're running multi, like double figure million dollar contracts every other day out of this office. Um, you know, not because we're, we're the best or because I've been doing it for 25 years, but because I fucking get up every morning and make the calls. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, like obviously my social media helps and it's awesome when I turn around and tell somebody, Hey, Google my number, you'll see I'm legit. Right. And then my profile pops up and then they go and they see all of my my videos on Instagram and all the things I'm doing on, on socials in general, um, you know, which which then they feel more comfortable. But but that's not it. You know, you can't just be making the videos. You, you, you need to go out there and you need to shake. You need to DM people. You know, I know you have a whole strategy how to do that on how to build your following and how to engage the people who are engaging with you. You need to do the work, whatever it looks like. For some people, it's suiting up and going and door knocking. And for some people, it's chilling in their bed with an iced coffee and their iPad or their phone and DMing people. And that's totally cool. You know, yeah, you do it how it, it works for you. Do it. I think you brought up a point though, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to continue this part of this conversation because what you said though, is that there are people who create this cycle of they've been in the business because the iron was hot. And that now that the, the business is not as hot, they're going to quit or soft quit and go into, oh, I'm going to get my mortgage license too, right? Or, oh, I'm going to go work part-time as, you know, entitled while also trying to support my real estate business 
And I actually have an ad out right now. Um, we actually, we turned it off this morning, but we're in the process of hiring a new, another uh, account coordinator for us. And with that, we get a lot of real estate agents who apply. Uh, most of them are female, right? But we get a lot of actual, like on their resume, it says that they are a licensed real estate agent currently trying to sell real estate. And I always in the back of my mind think to myself, you're obviously not leveraging what you have the option to leverage. If you're now trying to get a full-time job to work for me while also trying to sell real estate, and I'm certainly not going to hire you if that's the case, right? Because if, if you're going to go quit over here, you're probably going to quit on me too. And I don't have time for quitters. Um, so the leveraging yeah, well, this you platform. I have to understand. Yeah, go uh, ahead. A lot of people, well, I'll, I'll, yeah, not to, not to kind of uh, cut you off, but the, yeah, a lot of the people that are, that are in this space, um, you know, they're, they're like, I'll put it to you this way. Okay. Forget, let, let's, let's stop talking about a lot of other people for a second and let's focus more on about what type of person you have to be. Right. Because there are so many issues and so many problems with this business and there's so many holes and there's so many different ways to make money, to lose money, to find money, to, 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 to burn money that, um, you know, you, you really, you have to like figure out what, first of all, which one are you going to do? Are you going to make money or are you going to lose money? And second of all, how are you going to make money? Right. And the biggest thing that kind of like blew my mind in the beginning, uh, you know, my first sale was a million dollar sale, right? I met the guy uh, by wearing my realtor tag and I was walking um, with, you know, the dog that I had then. And um, I met his wife who was walking their dog and we had a conversation and I found out that they were planning on renovating their $12 million house and they wanted to go buy another house. And I was like, oh, great. You guys want to rent? And he's like, no, I want to buy. I'm like, okay, well, shit, let's go, you know? And and I got that deal done. And, you know, what I had thought was, okay, you know, you, you make a check, you know, 20, 30 grand and, and you deposit that. And then you use that money to continue growing your business. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I came back to the office the day after I closed, everyone looked at me like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing here? I was like, what do you mean? One closed next one. Like we're, I got to keep going. They were like, no dude, go take a vacation. And I'm like, why? And they're like, well, and I'm like, why? Like, I live in Miami. Life is a vacation. Like, you know, where, where do I got to go? And they're like, no, nah, dude, like you closed your first deal. You should go hang out. I'm like, listen, buddy, the place I'm hanging out is right over here. Right. And at a certain point, you realize that a lot of those people, the people who tell you, hey, Joe, we don't see you at the club. When's the last time you're coming out to the club? I go, listen, dude, I'm a, you're on first name like basis with the bartender. I'm on first name basis with a banker. There's a very big difference, yeah. you know, and, 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 and that's where a lot of people are. A lot of people are kind of torn in between. You know, on the one hand, social media is telling them to go out and party. So they go out and party and then they do things and then they wake up Monday morning. And they have no idea how the hell they got there. And it boils down to this thing where like, you know, I'm not looking to buy drinks at the bar. I'm looking to buy the bar. You know, like that's 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 the focus that I'm trying to have. I'm trying to look at it a little bit bigger. And if you're able to zoom out a little bit and, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes because I've been there where I've collected all the quarters around my house and all the, the coins around my house to drive the half a mile to the to the to the to the gas station to put a half a gallon of gas into into my tank to go wherever I was going. Like I've been there. I've done that. And and it's hard. Like if someone would have came to me then when I was at that gas station, it was like, dude, you got to get out of your shit. You got to go call. You got to go grow. I would have punched him in the face. Like, I don't want to hear that right now when I don't have anything, uh, you know, in my 2015 Lexus F. Like, you know, you had this expensive car, but I could barely afford to pay for it. Like, like, 
it was just, it was so messed up, right? So I didn't want to hear any of that stuff. I just was figuring out, okay, well, what's the next thing I can do that can put money in my pocket, which is probably what a lot of those applicants are thinking of too. Because in the beginning, nobody spoke about, hey, create an emergency cash cushion. You know, don't go and buy a Gucci bag or a Chanel bag to, for the pictures. Like, borrow one, you know, or go make money or do shit like that. Like, nobody, nobody went and said that. Everyone was just kind of like, hey, I'm better. I'm this, I'm that. And look, uh, look, I pose this way. You pose that way. I'm in front of this house. You're in front of that house. And people got so distracted by creating the content that they forgot to leverage the content to create leads and to make money. Joe, like, say that people again. Don't Say that phrase again, because I I want to I want to double down on this. So I'm gonna let you say it, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in. Take the content, and create leads. So you said that they focused on creating the content, right? First, and, and what they and the that's content. all they focus on instead of creating the yeah. content and then leveraging the content. Yeah. I only remember like the groundbreaking things I say. I didn't remember that. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, um, to but, me, to me, that is exactly what we're talking about. Right. Which is to, to yeah. talk about this. Instagram has become a look how awesome I am platform to a lot of real estate agents. Right. So they will. And I just wrote an article about this, but if you go get a branding photo. I saw shoot, that. Oh my God. Can we talk about that a second? Can we talk yeah. about that article? Let me finish my thought. Can we talk then, about yeah. that article? Um, so if you go get a branded photo shoot done, right? You have all these beautiful photos of you. That is not the content that you put out every single day on social media. That's not the point of you doing the photo shoot. And what a lot of people think is I'm going to go do the photo shoot and that becomes my content. When in reality, that content is a billboard that should be used in your marketing material that like maybe a flyer or a seller's guide or something that you put out. Like I put one of mine in my speaker kit. If somebody wants to hire me to speak, right? But you will very rarely see the billboard photos from a branding photo shoot as content on my account. Now, why? Because that does nothing for my audience on the other end to allow them to understand who I am, what makes me me, how I talk, how I sound, what my personality is. The fact that I sit here and I, I wrote a, a 800 word article in about 10 minutes because I was so damn passionate about the topic that it just exploded out of me. Right. And I show that that is content. So creating content is not go to a branding photo shoot. Creating content is what can I do and how can I show who I am as a person and what I do for a living to the world so that social media can explode my sphere, if you will. Right. Or and, and obviously explode my bank account if done correctly. That's the point. Hundred percent. I mean, I, I get behind all of that. Like the the reality of it is that so many people like, you know, I heard this. I, I spoke on Friday at, at an event and, you know, I heard someone mention lifestyle photo shoot. I like I I turned around and I was like, what the fuck is that? Like which photographer sold you on some new package? Because, dude, I want to congratulate that guy. Right. Like that was that was great package stuff. And I realized that a lot of people, what they do is they'll go and they'll you know, take a whole bunch of photos of themselves in like eight, eight, 10 different outfits, different locations and stuff, which don't get me wrong. I do the same thing, but here's the difference. I'm not now going to start posting a photo of myself with a motivational quote as, as my, as my content. Cause if I did, that'd be very lame. I post yeah. motivational quotes. Hell yeah, I do. But the ones that I post are ones that relate to like where my head's at. So people know that when I share something, it's cause that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm doing. 
It's not that, hey, look at me, you know, I got this or I got that. And, and I'm going to make sure that it's the focal point of the photo, you know, because people do that and they have like all these different ways of, of, you know, these types of things. So, so when you look at it like that, it's like, you can, you can get completely distracted. And, you know, we, we have this thing called shiny object syndrome, which is, which is something that, um, you know, so many people, I literally watched it at this event. There was a coach out there who came and, you know, he raised it. He, he got every, he did the, the classic exercise of how many people have a coach, right? How many people know they need a coach, right? How many people will sign up for a coach, right? How many people's resolutions next year for a coach? Okay, well, check it out, right? I got this offer right now. And he went and he pitched an offer and, and like, and he gave that away a free book gross. Uh, right now. Right. And boom. No, but everybody signed up. Right. And and I was like, and he, they were like, okay, well, Joe, did you sign up? I'm like, no. They're like, why not? I'm like, cause I don't need that. They're like, what do you mean? You don't need that. I was like, well, this guy is an X, Y, and Z type person who trains with these types of people. I'm not that type of person. I'm not his ideal. He literally told me who his avatar is, you know, and, and, and I'm not his avatar. So there's no point. Yeah. But it's leverage. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't care. It's only a hundred dollars. I don't care. You have a coach. And honestly, I think in a lot of places, most more people, which is the whole point of this entire episode, in my opinion, most people need to be learning more from you. Not that I think, let me back up. Right. So coaches have coaches too. I have a coach. I'm obsessed with my coach. Kim and I talk every Tuesday, like clockwork. We text all the time. He is a huge, huge support system to me and to my career personally and professionally. So having a coach is very, very important, but having the right coach is the most important piece to that, in my opinion, because I have hired mm -hmm. many coaches in my career and I have never hired anybody like my current one. Um, and what I can tell you, and I'm not saying his name on purpose because he's not for hire as, as of right now. Um, so I don't want everybody to go blow his phone up, but, um, for me, I am a coach, but I have a coach because to me being a coach means that we have to constantly be hungry to learn more things and to grow our networks, not just, um, client wise, but in the people that we surround ourselves with. Right. So offline, you and I were talking about the people in my town and how those are not people that support that growth for me personally. So I have to physically go to events and things to be around other like-minded individuals. But where I'm going with this is that that event you were at, all of those people in the crowd who go and sign up for that coach, in my opinion, that is probably not the right type of coach for them, right? Because it sounds to me like the right type of coach for somebody like that is somebody who can change what's going on between that person's ears, not teach them a new skill. Because you can go learn a new skill anywhere. You can go learn how to read a script on a teleprompter anywhere like youtube university you can go do that right but there is so much more to this and i believe that being bulletproof because i want to tie this with a really pretty bow here and i'm going to ask you one really big question but to be bulletproof in the social media space and really in the real estate space as a whole you have to number one the first thing in my opinion is you have to have to change the way that you think right what goes on between your ears is your biggest downfall and it will also be your biggest blessing if you look at it that way. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, the, 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 the whole idea over here, and this is kind of where people get a little lost, right? At the end of the day, the reason why we connect with people, the reason why we get to know other people, the reason why we network with others is, is to level up, you know, 
yeah. I'm kind of like, I wasn't here when all of this changed to like, hey, my shit's bigger than yours or I'm better than you. I, I wasn't here. I was born into a world that was like that. And to me, it always looks very strange. It's kind of like, hey, dude, like, why do you got to show off how good you are? Show us how you got there or sh sit down and shut up. Like, I don't care about how good you are. I know that you're good because you're wearing the watch I want and you're driving the car that I dream of and you're living in the house that I would love. I, I get that. Like, you're living all of my dreams. Show me how you did it. Or just go live your life. Like, it's not important, you know? That's why a lot of the people that I connect with and a lot of the people that I've found who've got, gotten real notoriety and have taken off um, is because they're showing other people how they're doing it. Listen, man, everyone knows, okay, that this business is a shit business. And what I mean by that is that you work stupid hours. You're not, your client calls you at 12 o'clock at night and they expect you to have already answered their call before they thought about calling you. You know, and you're supposed to be on call 24 hours a day and you're supposed to have all the answers, even if they're very complex. And you're supposed to be able to tell your client what they're going to be doing next year, tomorrow, you know. But at the same time, understanding that you can't be all of those things and understanding that you're going to define certain things as to who you are. And then you're going to assign a value to those things, which may be your next question. Um, you know, when you're when you're working on putting all these things together and how to properly do it, you need to realize that you need to be very intentional with what you're doing. And if you're just going to go do what the masses are doing, just remember that the word masses has M and then an A-S-S-E-S, -S -S, right? Sometimes the word N, the letter M is silent and you're just running around like an idiot. Right. So it's not always in your best interest to be finding the next big thing or the next coach or to hire somebody or to get, you know what you need to get? You need to get an accountability partner. You need to get somebody who, when you turn around and you say, listen, I'm going to do this by tomorrow, you know, and I have quite a few of them. And, and I say a lot of stupid shit sometimes, like I'm going to make a hundred calls a day for the next hundred days, you know, and I'm going to do this, or I'm going to post a video and I do that stuff. And, uh, you know what? They call me, they go, Hey, Joe, did you do what you said you were going to do? And you know what? I know that they're going to call me. So uh, I, I I do it because I know that they're going to hold me accountable. And that's really the name of this game is the accountability. It's what goes on in the back end that's important. It's not important what kind of car you're driving or what brand your watch is or what brand your clothing are or, or where you're going or even what type of house you're showing. What's important is how much are you taking home? What is the net in your pocket and where are your, your efforts? Where's the work that you're putting in? Where are you seeing those results? Because if you're not seeing the results in dancing in a bikini in front of the ocean, you should probably change up your content a little bit and you should well, probably you, start offering value. I want to ask you question because I, I want you to keep going. So I had sure. this big question in the beginning uh, in my head that I wanted to ask you because, again, the, the episode for me in my head when I first was like, I have to talk to Joe is – being bulletproof is not just making great content, right? So if we're talking about being bulletproof on social media, it's not just about making perfect content or about having a coach to teach you how to make the perfect reel or to go viral or to grow your following, right? It's how can I hire, in my opinion, it's how can I hire someone who can be, as you just said, the somebody on the back end, the accountability piece, not necessarily someone how to, to tell me how to do it better. Because guess what? We feel forward, right? We can learn how to get better as we go. But if we don't start, we can't do that. But my question to you is this. Number one, two parts. Number one, three things that you would tell someone who wants to start using social media. That's my first question. Second question uh, is specifically, how can we grow our dollar per hour income, in your opinion, using 
Instagram. And then I might tie up my, I might come back at you a little bit afterwards too. Sure. So I'll tell you like this. Firstly, um, you know, three things to keep in mind uh, when it comes to, you know, implementing and, and getting ready to do things on social media. Uh, number one, I would definitely say is, is be intentional, you know, figure out what exactly it is that you want to accomplish with social media, because a lot of people, you know, they'll follow what other people have to say, they'll follow what other people are doing, but, you know, they don't actually have an end goal. And if you don't have an end goal, it becomes very, very hard to continue doing it, especially when you don't get any views, especially when you don't get any engagement, which the reason why you're doing that is because, you know, people aren't used to posting things and people aren't used to you putting out content. So it's going to take them a little bit of time to see that you're actually serious, which ties into the second thing, which is be consistent. You know, if you're going to post the video once, then you're going to say, hey, guys, I'm your trusted source and I will do anything and everything it takes to help you get to the closing. And then like three days later, you don't post any videos. What does that show your audience? What does it show the people who are watching your content? Yeah, she probably got inspired because she paid some coach an exorbitant amount of money to go to some sort of seminar and you got all inspired and you made the video and you posted the video and then the inspiration disappeared. Mm -hmm. So, so now all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not getting any views and I'm not getting any of that. Uh, quit. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. You know, it's, it's rough. I'm not, you know, my hair is not good and I didn't do makeup and uh, you know, the glasses that I wanted to use broke or whatever it is. You know, everyone's got their reason, but, but ultimately, you know, the consistency is, re is really what is going to prove to your people that, which is number three, which is be persistent. You know, you're going to continue doing it by being consistent. You will show people that you have the perseverance, you have what it takes to actually represent them. Cause at the end of the day, what we're trying to do on social media is we're trying to help people learn that they can trust us. And the best way to learn people and to, to well, that I should say to learn people, the best way to teach people how to trust you so they can learn is I get really passionate. Sometimes the best way you can teach people how to learn is, 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 is by showing them and by showing them that you're a good student, by showing them that you're on top of the game, by showing them that, you know, you are doing everything that you say you're going to do. Well, and I once say, you do that, really it's really attractive, right? Like if you're looking at somebody's platform and you see that, you see, and I tell everybody this, and I've done this to you when I told you I creeped initially when I first got connected to you, knowing that you were about to, you know, interview me um, or let lead me into the webinar, if you will, right? I went on your social media and I creeped and I scrolled all the way down and I'm like looking at all of your content. And I always tell people to do that to me. I want them to do that. Why? Because I know what my content looked like a year ago, two years ago. I know what my content looked like when I first built my Canva templates and I was launching Burma Media in 2014. And guys, honestly, it looked like shit compared to it does now, to what it does now. And why, right? Why am I okay with that? Because I know that it's going to show somebody on the other side that I've taken my own advice. I walk the walk that I'm teaching you how to walk or trying to teach you how to walk. And thirdly, that I feel forward, right? And I figure it out and I get better and better and better. And that's a really attractive quality for someone if I'm gonna hire you to help me buy or sell a house, right? Because there are thousands and thousands and thousands of real estate agents out there who only post the beautiful side um, or they delete all of the old stuff because they don't want anybody to see that, right? And they, they miss the point, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Social media is all about building communities. It's all about showing the people that it's okay to fail and that you're still going to be here because at the end of the day, I've done some things and I've posted some things that honestly, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have posted had I, had I had a professional editor or whatever, but I did it. And I was like, guys, listen, this is me. This is who I am. This is what's up. Uh, if you're watching me, leave me a hashtag live. Right. And that's just kind of how I roll. And, and it's that level of confidence that people ultimately respect because you're not going to, you know, back down from it. And I know that we're running a little bit out of time, so out of respect for your time, uh, just to answer the second question, um, yeah. you know, is the, the best way to, to figure out, you know, how to, um, I'm not expecting a knock on my door. Um, Welcome to real yeah. life, friend. So the, I know, right? Uh, for real, real life. Um, but just to wrap up over here, right? Um, the best thing that I would do really, um, is I, I would, I would break down all of my tasks and break down everything that I'm doing and assign a dollarly value. And the way that I would assign the dollarly value is I would rate them from one to 10 because by rating them out from one to 10, what that does is it tells me what's the most important, what's a one and what's a 10 and whatever's a 10, these are the first things that I'm going to focus on because when I'm doing these things, right, what's en what ends up happening is that, you know, I'm, I'm able to understand that if, I, if someone's, you know, doing something that's making me, you know, turn this task into a three, instead of focusing on tens, I know that, you know what, I can either take care of it a little later, or I should maybe start hiring somebody to take care of it, you know? And, well, and I think, and I think social media ends up on that list for a lot of people, right? Because they're like, I don't really enjoy doing that. So I'm going to assign this isn't much of a priority to me, like kind of down here. I'm, I don't know. Do you agree with that? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the way, so just so you, you know, maybe people can get a little bit more clarity on that. The way that I figured out is let's say someone who's a buyer lead, someone who's a seller lead from either a 10, I stop everything I'm doing. I pick up the phone to me. That's worth everything. Right. Uh, but maybe some things like setting up auto email drips and, and, and maybe even putting together ads and stuff like that for me, that's a four or a five, because number one, it takes a lot of mental brain power. It takes a lot of time, takes a lot of energy. Um, and it's maybe something that if I paid a professional, it would actually cost me cheaper to do that. So, you know, that's something that I would delegate as soon as I was able to afford it. When I started the business, I, I didn't have anything, you know, but once I started making my money, I, I started taking 10 to 20%. Now we're at a firm 20% of all the money that I make and I reinvest it back into myself. And, and that's, you know, really what the secret strategy is over here. It's growing back into yourself. It's understanding what you're worth. It's guarding your value and doing things like you, you know, staying true to your goals. If someone's going to message you on a weekend, you're going to say, listen, I really appreciate your communication, but I, I, I just don't do this right now. So I hope you can respect it. And I'll talk to you in the morning. And you did, you got back to me as soon as you started in the morning, which I love that. And that's really what this is about. You know, it's all about understanding what the value is that you bring to the table, who you are, you know, and, and, and then also understanding what type of value you can provide to clients, because the more you're able to show your clients that you can consistently be valuable for them, the more attractive it'll be for them to work, work be consistent and be persistent. I love that. And I think well, that's a perfect spot for us to end in and say, if you're going to be consistent, if that's your goal, that means consistency equals persistency. I think in, in, in my opinion, yeah. for sure. And I know uh, you would agree with that, right? Because in order to be consistent, you have to be persistent. One doesn't happen without the other. Um, because I think that consistency by definition is showing up and doing the same thing right 
every day um, and tiny hinges swing big doors, right? If you do the right, the same thing or little things well every single day over the course of 365 days, that that's a, a lot of change that can happen. So uh, Joe, I so loved our conversation and I appreciate your time spending it with me uh, and my audience, but I would love it if you could tell us how do we get connected to you? How do we follow you on Instagram and, and keep an eye on what you're doing? And then what do you have coming up that we can get dialed into? 100%. Yeah, I appreciate that. So you can find me on Instagram at gotta call Joe, uh, Joe Brickman in, in Miami. You can't miss it. It should probably come up. You know, we've dialed it in pretty well. And this so picture is him in the military, guys, just saying. <laughs> so you can find that. Um, and then, you know, you can literally just Google my name, plug my name into Google. You'll be able to get connected with everything. Find me on Facebook at Joe Brickman. Uh, we have a couple fun things coming up. Um, you know, I, I do classes once a week on different cool topics in marketing and they're all on Zoom. And I just kind of put it out there on my on my uh, Facebook profile. So if anyone here listening to this, you know, wants to get in on those, just shoot me a follow. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely make sure that you get those links if you comment on those posts. Um, otherwise, just, you know, really looking forward to being able to scale out the team here and put together a book launch event next month. And uh, definitely make sure that you'll get a copy of that. I love it. I can't wait. I better get a signed copy. Yeah, no, 100%. You definitely will. And uh, it's been a great pleasure being here. I appreciate the invite and I'm looking forward to the next one. Awesome. Thanks so much, Joe. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. And for everybody listening, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. Again, you can find us anywhere on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And of course, if you love this episode, please leave us a review. We love them. And it keeps other people like Joe super interested in being guests on our podcast. So I super appreciate that. And Joe, again, thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.